Hi everybody and welcome to MindTap with Alternative Therapeutics. I'm Olivia. I'm Brittany. I'm Chase. And today we will be talking about a tool that Chase came up with called Notice, Name It, Nurture. Chase, this tool is helpful with emotional regulation from what you've told us. Yes. Tell us, just to start, what is Notice, Name It, Nurture? Notice, Name It, Nurture is something I came up with incorporating a couple different therapies that I really like. Mm -hmm. So DBT, so Dialectical Behavioral Therapy, a little bit of hypnotherapy, Um, not hypnotherapy itself, but like some aspects of things that you do while you are utilizing hypnotherapy, um, and EMDR. So those are three types of therapy that I really like. And I Mm -hmm. thought, um, instead of like going like all the way in for each of them, like pulling the things that I really like from each of them, putting it together in a nice little sandwich for clients to be able to use. Cool. So you're like an inventor. (laughs) I feel like that's the best way to do (laughs) therapy therapy is kind of pull them from different yeah. areas. Because yeah. there's a lot that I don't like about each of them too, but those are like mm. the ones that I've been trained in. Like DBT, like pretty structured, a lot of different skills to use, a lot of different modules. Mm-hmm. When you can really, I like to just pull, depending on the situation, like things that can help for each client, right? So an eclectic approach. Mm-hmm. EMDR is an eight-phase protocol, so that's like takes some time sure. to yeah. do the whole thing. <laughs> And then hypnotherapy is like a whole process of getting someone super relaxed, getting them in trance state to be able to do some healing work. So I just kind of pulled some things from each that I really like to use. Yeah. Awesome. So what is it? Like what, tell us a little bit about each, each step of that. Okay. So notice is all about noticing, right? So we're going to check in um, with what's going on internally, what's going on around us what is the situation that we're in so a way that i like to describe it is it's mindfulness right but it's mm-hmm. a intentional mindfulness so it's not just like let's just notice our breath right it's we're intentionally checking in on certain things so what am i thinking what am i feeling what am i noticing in my body what's going on around us what is the situation that's giving me some type of elevation so we're intentionally mm-hmm. checking in We're Mm -hmm. noticing it's shifting the question from why am I feeling this to like what's going on, Mm -hmm. which kind of switches the way our brain works, right? So why can be connected to shoulda, woulda, coulda, comparing ourselves, why am I feeling this, I shouldn't feel this, as opposed to what am I feeling? So it's kind of giving us some compassion to just check in instead of judging it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's notice. Yes. Then name it. What's, what's that step? Name it is where we put a name to it. So we are using identification. We're externalizing ourselves. We're putting some distance between us and whatever that might be. So if it's an emotion, we're going to name it. Sometimes people struggle with naming emotions. So that's mm-hmm. where I pull in a lot of descriptions. So hypnotherapy likes to use a lot of 
if it had a shape, what would it be? If it had a color, if it had a temperature, if it had a size, give it a voice, what would it say? Yeah. Kinds of things. Hmm. Okay. So that's where we're naming. And what we know about separating ourselves from a problem is it, it releases that from our central nervous system. It puts some distance between us and that problem. So we're having a bit, it improves our perspective of like what is needed. Sure. To. Makes it less about like you like I'm having this issue versus like you're externalizing it and yeah. you can see it from a different perspective and yeah. approach it differently. A lot of times like when someone's struggling with depression, like naming it as depression can be pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. And then like saying like what does depression do? It lies to us. It tells us we're not good enough. It tells us things aren't gonna go the way that Better, we want it to. Yeah. yeah. So when you can say like this is depression and it lies to me, that's its job mm-hmm. kind of separates us from whatever it takes it out of us and puts it over here yeah it's easier for us to look at it yeah all right so then nurture nurture so that is where we use a lot of skills so naming or noticing it and naming it that helps with the neural network so we're noticing what it is and we're putting a name to it over time our brain's going to be able to make that connection Mm -hmm. so when we have that connection then we're going to know okay so what do i need Right am gonna, now. What am I going to do about this? Yes. Yeah. So nurturing is all about, do I need to process this? Do I need to accept this? Which is a really hard one. Mm-hmm. Um, do I need to heal? Do I need to use skills? Do I need to express this in some way? Because a lot of times what we know about part of our brain that usually is active when we're struggling with something <clears throat> or we're dealing with trauma or intense emotions is our emotion mind, which is, you know, fear center and limbic system doesn't have verbal speech, so we have to express in certain a different way, whether it's writing, music, drawing, whatever that might be. Sure, we can be really person. broad, yeah. yeah. Movement is another thing. Mm-hmm. Connecting, we're, we're using what we know about the emotion mind, which would be it learns through associations and links it to things. So when we can link it to a healthier coping skill as opposed to other things like so like say someone made me really mad and I don't know what to do with this so I'm gonna cut myself right so that's not helpful right not a healthy skill yeah yeah so we shift and that takes time sure okay so I have all kinds of questions now yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> go for this it is, this is great okay so I want to ask first what type of client might you use this with I think anyone. Okay. A lot of times I use this with people. So like if I say like, hey, so how have you been doing? I don't know. Yeah. Or I don't know what I'm feeling or I don't trust what I'm feeling or I feel numb. Okay. Because it's really hard to be numb when you're adding a color, shape, temperature, texture, finding it in your body. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So numb. Let's find numb. Where is that? Yeah. If it had a voice, what would it say? Yeah. Hmm. Good. Okay. And then I was going to also add on. Um, this might put you on the spot a little bit, but sure. <laughs> if you're able to give us an example and you have given us some examples, but kind mm-hmm. of walk us through it from notice, name it, nurture okay. with a, with a, cl- with a client, okay, like how that might look. Do you want like a real example or do you want to like, yeah, I mean, obviously keeping, you know, sure. HIPAA compliance, sure. but, um, um, okay. Let me think. Um, okay. So I have a person who um, struggles with anxiety, Mm -hmm. but the anxiety will be 
kind of takes the person out of their body, right? So it's not like, oh, my heart's beating really fast, or oh, I have sweaty palms, or oh, I got got the butterflies. It's not the normal warning signs. Mm-hmm. Um, but this person was able to make a connection through noticing. So we check in. So what are you noticing when this happens? Well, it's generally when something reminds this person of their past, okay. right? So when we intentionally check in and we notice, okay, so this is what happens when things like this happen. So it's kind of helping them figure out what triggers are. So that's part of noticing, right? Yeah, yeah. Noticing warning signs, things that get our central nervous system regulated and acting up in a certain way. Yeah. Um, so we notice it, and then the person struggles with, well, I don't know where it is. I don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. So when we don't know the emotion, that's okay. We don't have to know the actual, like, you know. Name for it. or Yeah, yeah. we can make our own name. Sure. So this person made it black hole in my chest. Yeah. And so I'm like, wow, that's like black hole in your chest. That kind of sucks. Like, what would that say to you? Mm-hmm. It's, um, I'm not safe. I'm not worthy. I can't trust people in relationships. Um all those kinds of things. So when we know what that is, then obviously if that's the case for whoever's listening, that you probably need a counselor. Disclaimer. Right. 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 <laughs> um, but that sets up for like, what do we need? So when you have those, when it tells you those things, like what is it that you need? Do you need a hug from someone you really care about? Do you need to take a bath? Do you need to take a mental checkout? Do you need to watch something funny? Do you need to breathe? Do we need a visualization? Do we need yeah? Do we need EMDR or other things that can help really Work get to that. the core of that belief? Mm-hmm. Does that answer your question? Yeah, definitely. Like... No, that's I mean, because you use several examples with the depression and and mm-hmm. you know some others, but yeah, I wanted to be able to kind of visualize walking through that with a with a client. And that yeah, was good. Yeah. yeah. So this is something you're using, like in session with people, but it sounds like it's also able to apply outside like once they learn how to yeah, go through yeah. those steps right then they can mm-hmm. take care of it and do it on their own yeah 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 i think to a, a re i don't know if she's a researcher she's a really smart lady her name's mary vicario if anyone know doesn't know who that is yeah she does a thing with it's called a body mandala so it's the idea of so she and another person put it together. That other person was certified in hypnotherapy. So mm-hmm. that's where she pulled that from, um, where you're naming emotions in your body. So it's like putting it somewhere. You're adding texture, colors, those things. That's where I pulled that from. Mm-hmm. And I found that people are really able to connect with that more than, you know, oh, I, this is sadness. Not every, sadness doesn't look the same for every person. Sure. Right? So when you can customize it and individualize it, it can be pretty helpful. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Cool. Yeah. I don't have any questions. <laughs> I'm just soaking it all in. Yeah, it's, it's good. I like it. I like how you're pulling from different aspects of different theories that you use that have been mm-hmm. helpful for you. And yeah, that's what that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Customizing it for the individual. Yeah. And the I would say clients that I use this with that are actively using it have pretty good results. Yeah. And it's pretty like user friendly mm-hmm. I only have to go with over it with them like once and then yeah well it makes a lot of sense like I, th- I think it's you did a good job of making it very easy to understand so I mean if you explain it to your clients the way you explained it to us it's mm-hmm. 
like you said, very user friendly. I, I would very much understand what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, with a little bit of guidance, because I can imagine for somebody who doesn't know how to name an emotion or what they're feeling, then mm-hmm. that can be a little bit difficult. But having the guidance of the yeah. therapist walk you through, like, well, what is, you know, what does that look like? What is that? It, what color, texture, shape, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, being able to have that guidance. Yeah. And the skills. I mean, that's a big part of why you were saying if you get to step two and you're, you know, you're noticing a black hole in your chest or whatever, uh, we got to figure out how to work with that. Yeah. And so therapists and therapy in general can help you know, yeah. teach you those healthy skills as opposed to a lot of unhealthy skills that, that many people use. Yeah. Right. I think a lot of it, like if anywhere, if I were to encourage someone, if they wanted to know where to start, it would just be like paying attention, mm. like yeah. intentionally checking in with your body. I'm not a big CBT, so like thoughts. Can, mm-hmm. I'm very much like it's like More in, in the body. yeah, in yeah. your body and your emotions, right? Mm-hmm. So being able to notice that is probably the most important part, right? Mindfulness is really, really important. Yeah, I try to incorporate that like in almost everything that I do in therapy and like in my yeah. life. So yeah, I was very surprised like before I had ever really learned about mindfulness or meditation. Mm-hmm. And the first time or the first few times I did it, because sometimes it takes a little bit of practice, obviously, mm-hmm. to be able to focus your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but just how much you don't notice when you're not being mindful yeah, is very apparent when you do start to notice things. And yeah. then, you know, as you go, it becomes easier and easier to check in with yourself. But it's like, I didn't realize that like my forehead was so holding so much tension or jar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like just these little parts of your body that you don't really notice is tense or holding all this stress. And then you do start to pay attention. And then as you do, it's like Mm -hmm. you're more easily able to check in with yourself on a day to day basis. Or, you know, when you're starting to feel a little bit stressed out and you're like, okay, remember to. Yeah. I think it's probably the hardest part for most people. They live in a, you know, they're just going through life and they're not noticing Bro, what's uh, happening. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. so when you start to notice it, then you can actually do something about it right. Right. instead of just reacting to your circumstances left and right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Chase, for talking about your approach of notice, name it, nurture. Sounds very helpful with clients and potentially helpful for our listeners. Absolutely. So next time, tune in to listen to me discuss meditation. I am coming out with a course on meditation on the website, and so I want to talk about it and go over some of the basics, and yeah, just have a little conversation about it. So that's the plan.